people of the world, welcome to What the Funcast, episode 119. Today is Tuesday, it is June 29th. 2021 is flashing before your very eyes, but you're here to have fun with us. Anyway, I'm Paul, and joining me is the one and only, sweating his ass off in New York, Ahmed. Hello, thank you. Thank you for the wonderful, <laughs> thank warm, you. Thank you for <laughs> warm and spicy welcome. Um, he said thank you for the warm welcome. <laughs> I hate you. For anyone listening, um, on, well, for both people watching live and anyone listening on, on the actual like podcast audio, um, if there's extra white noise this time, it's because I have three different fans pointed at me at varying directions. <laughs> Make sure that I stay cool. There's uh, one little mini desk fan pointed directly at my face. There's a, a Vornado air circulator fan that's just pointed at the ceiling, and it kind of just, like, makes all the air in the room, like, twirl and do stuff. Um, it works. It's magic. And then I also have a fan outside my bedroom blowing cold air from the outside where the AC is into the room so I don't melt. So that's my life. I just... How's yours? Yeah. <laughs> um, central air conditioning is a blessing. Um, so nice. This background, this background that you put up on the Twitch stream, <laughs> I can't... Yeah, it's literally that's literally what it feels like outside. I was just telling Ahmed every time you open the I was door, like, we should, it's like, mm, wait. Yeah, I was telling Ahmed we should just start streaming because, uh, or just start recording because we don't have much to talk about this week because we're still in. Uh, even though we didn't do an episode last week, we're still in the post E three drought. So yes. either way, um, yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, it, it, I was outside at like ten thirty last night and it was still so humid and so hot. You just want to like fall over and die. Yeah, no, but it's not. Yeah. I'm not about yeah. it. Central air, though. Central air is a blessing. Like, it has been chilly in here. I am. Non-stop commercial free. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> very, very happy. My, my, my electric bill is going to be through the roof, but... Mm-hmm. So is mine, um, but I will, I'd rather, like, have a good night's sleep than right. be miserable day in and day I, out. <laughs> I woke up sweating the other night, and I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Waking up sweating... It's, you might as well just not even sleep. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. And then, like, there's a giant sweat puddle, like, where you were there, and you're like, well, I guess I gotta, like, do laundry now. Like, this is... It's not, it's not fun. It's not fun. Ew. It's ew, the ew, worst. Ew, ew. Truly the worst. Nope. Um, None of that. But anyways, how have games. you how have you been keeping cool these past oh. few dog days of summer, as they used to call them? Or as they still do call them? <laughs> I don't know. I've been uh, keeping cool with uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You can now subscribe for just one dollar uh, here at Xbox.com/slash/GamePass. <laughs> Use code What the Funcast for ten. <laughs> Sorry, my, my um, camera's always having a seizure, Justin. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it's trying to uh, it's trying to refocus real hard. So is mine. Yes. It's like dancing. Um, Zooming. But yeah, no, I I I tried out. Um, we are back on the Bachelor Bachelorette thing, so we watch it with uh, with my my sisters and my mom, and uh, every every Monday. So we just finally started that back up, even though it's been going on for a few weeks. We started watching uh, the Bachelorette, so of course the Bachelorette, for those that don't know, is um, you know trash TV, yeah, you know, <laughs> middle tier trash TV, middle yeah, tier, like, interesting, okay, yeah, I mean top tier trash TV is like Jersey Shore, but um, fair, yeah, fair. so it's. It's like it's mildly enjoyable. A lot of it's very scripted. You could tell, but yeah. yeah. So we watch it. So either way, I was getting, um, I was getting antsy because the you know it's a two hour episode every Monday, mm-hmm. and you know an hour in like the first hour was okay. The second hour was really boring. So I booted up my uh, my here iPhone and <laughs> booted up the Xbox cloud <laughs> cloud iPhone. streaming app. <laughs> I booted up the Xbox cloud streaming app and. 
decided to give the touch controls, uh, a touch control game, a whirl, and tried Streets of Rage 4. And it, I don't know, maybe now because it's like officially launched or whatever, but it was really good. Like, not not my cup of tea. I'd rather play with a controller still, I think. But it was it was pretty good for what it was. Now we were talking right before we started streaming. Ahmed, you said you tried Gears of War five or Gears five. Yes. With touch controls, I cannot imagine that being a good experience. So like the actual gameplay was shockingly, it, it played shockingly well considering I was literally riding a bus back from Six Ho Six Flags Great Adventure home. Like so we were barreling right. through the highway. So the fact that it was able to like keep a stable connection while mobile like that was cool. Um, there wasn't really much in the way at all of like uh, stutters or anything. Like there's still the, you know the expected kind of little bit of latency, but it was fine mm -hmm. otherwise. But the touch controls were disaster. Like you couldn't. So there's like a, a like a, a dot with a circle and or a dot inside of a circle to represent like the analog stick, and you drag the analog stick to the left. And on a normal analog stick, if you just hold it to the left, you'll keep going left. And this one, it was like you just stopped. Like, you had to continue moving off of the screen. And I'm like, well, I don't have any more screen space, so I got to just, like, yes, keep on, like, touching. Yeah, exactly and what you're talking touching about. Touching and dragging. It sounds ridiculous. It's like, what? It sounds ridiculous, but if you try it, you would understand. Like, um, it is ridiculous. I am looking <laughs> I am looking right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to boot up a game because I was on my mom's Wi-Fi, uh, and it worked fairly well. But, like, I tried, um, what the hell did I try? Streets of Rage 4, which was pretty good. And then I tried Banjo-Kazooie. And Banjo-Kazooie had a lot more input lag for some reason. I don't know why, because obviously it's an older game, but it just had more input lag. But it might be like... Some of the games I could... Sorry, like, when you initialize the connection, it might be just, like, you got assigned to a different server or something, and then, like, quitting the right. session and, like, rejoining might have fixed it. Right. Yeah, wow. maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, like, looking for one to test here on my own Wi-Fi, because I haven't tested it in a while. So, like, the Tourist, I started playing that. I'll tell you what. What's pretty freaking cool, and I gotta give Microsoft credit, is they're able to pull your cloud save and just have it available right here. Like, yes. I literally booted into my Banjo Kazooie save from when I played it probably four to five years ago. Oh yeah. shit! I just turned off me, me booting up the the app and turning off Wi-Fi on accident. Nice, um, <laughs> amazing. So that's inst that's that was like instant. So it's um, I'd imagine this should actually be pretty good. My Wi-Fi is really fast, so. I anticipate that this is a good experience. But are you streaming it. from your uh, Xbox? No, I'm streaming from uh, the cloud. on my phone on the cloud. Also, thank you, Ryan, for the eight-month streak. We've been affiliated eight for eight months. Anyways, Anyways, time flies when you're having fun. Time. I mean, this is pretty instant, though. Which is thank you, Ryan. By the way, um, I didn't hear a Nani. By the way, not that I would have, but Ahmed would have. <laughs> I would have. Um, the stream would have. But I mean, this is really. I mean. It's really impressive, right? Just the thought, like I was telling my sisters, like, oh yeah, like these are games that are available on Xbox that I can play on my phone with like touch touch controls, or whatever. Like mm -hmm. the touch controls aren't for us, but I'll tell you what, you bet your ass that there is somebody out there that is doing that, like it's a child, right? That only has a phone, and they are probably learning how to play Gears Five like a professional would on a controller, but with their phone screen. Yeah, like, that's my. I think nephew. we talked about this with like I was gonna say with your nieces and nephews. <laughs> yeah. Where like they're very good at using touch controls with like Fortnite or whatever. Yeah. Whereas I could never do that in a million years. I think it's just a generational gap. Um, it might be but, a generational gap, but it also might be like just, I don't know, like my finger, like I I need it. I mean, but it's remember like the transition from, um, like, what are the 
keyboards, phone keyboards to uh, to touch screens. Everyone's like, oh, how are you going to be able to mm-hmm. type? And then you get used to it. I think it's it's maybe it is a generational gap then in that sense. I don't know. But I was gonna say it, it, it just is. it's weird to play like a competitive like there's a difference between texting and playing an actual game where like your input really matters and it's like timely versus texting like you could just backspace, like it's okay. No one's gonna kill you if you make a typo. Or no, they'll right. roast you in the group chat, but <laughs> it's different. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it's yeah, but you just have to remember, right, like kids like your nephew, for instance, right? They grew up with a tablet or even a touchscreen phone. Yeah. I didn't have a touchscreen phone until the LG NV or not the NV, the LG V touch was my first phone. And that was like a Verizon branded phone had like a Verizon marketplace of apps, not even mm. like a real ecosystem. Right. Yeah. And then I got an LG droid X, right. Or no, excuse me, not LG, the Motorola. Droid X. Yeah. Motorola. Correct. And like, that was my first foray, which was into like an app space, which was in college. So yeah. when, if you think about like, I'm getting all existential now. When you think about back when we were playing games when we were little, I could play the same game a hundred times over and master the controls and everything, be really good at these games. Now it's like I pick up a game and it's like, I'm lucky if I beat it. I'm really <laughs> lucky if I even continue to play it just because, like, there's so much. Like, literally, there's the hellfire that's behind us. That's what it's like, you know. My, that's just my what spreadsheet life of games is like. Is, uh... It's quite, quite something to look at. Every time I look at it, I'm like, "Wow, okay, I'm gonna go to sleep then." <laughs> cool, thanks. Um, it's just, it's just, it's gotten to be yeah. too much. Where and it's funny because Logan and I were talking about this, and we've talked about this before. Where it's like, like the Switch collecting craze or whatever. It's like, it's like, oh, I'll buy this game. Like, I'll play it one day. Like, I got Mario Golf sitting here. You won't sitting right here, <laughs> brand new, waiting to be played. So I like, I was like, oh, I'll pop it open this week, and I've been sick for the past week, as I made known on. Uh, on the stream, yes, but uh, or on uh, on the Twitter, but yeah, on the Twitter. Here I am. See, I'm old. Um, How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, getting back to what I've been doing. So aside from being old and uh, ancient and not playing games, um, I played some more Fortnite. Really like the season. Really like the alien uh, theme that they've got going. Um, I did boot up Metro Exodus because it has the new uh, the new Xbox. Well. The new next-gen patch, right? Yeah. So I booted up to try it out, and um, I got, like, a solid two jump scares. I'm like, oh, let me turn this off, and <laughs> let me not start my day off on the wrong foot. Um, but, yeah, so it was good, though. I mean, it looks – like, I know it reviewed fair. It didn't review well. It just reviewed pretty fair uh, when it first came out. Um, but, yeah. So Those games are, like, akin up. to, like, a standard summer action movie to me. Where they're like, right? There's like exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, they're just like they're well known. Everyone knows about them, and they're like they're fine. They're like middle of the road, like Fast and Furious movies kind of thing. Like you know, right? Maybe Fast and Furious are a little more elite than than Metro, but right. You know, what I mean. uh, well, so like Metro Exodus is like, I don't know, like the crown jewel when it comes to showing off ray tracing and stuff yeah. uh, on PC. Uh, everybody's like, oh, look at Metro Exodus. And I'm like, this game apparently isn't even good. Like, yeah, what it you came guys, out a while you know? ago, and it's still used in benchmarks, like, for the latest graphics cards. To yeah. Um, that and, like, Shadow Which, of the Tomb Raider are, like, huge ones. Yeah. Grand, Th- uh, Grand Theft Auto V is even still used in benchmarks. Which is Grand Theft Auto Five is uh, incredibly popular still. I just yeah. don't even understand why. But but it's a yeah, it's so, really intensive on on your on uh, hardware, so it's it's still a good benchmarking tool in that respect. But like in terms of how advanced technology, or I guess how slowly technology has advanced in the past few years, like nothing really big. The only big jump that was made was ray tracing, really. So right, 
Right. Well, one day when you finally get a graphics card, one day. Uh, you'll be able to benchmark with uh, you'll be able to benchmark Grand Theft Auto Five, a ten thousand year old game, um, <laughs> and maybe <laughs> on your thirty on your thirty eighty, maybe I'll have um, hundred FPS. Um, yeah, may- maybe you will. Yeah. To no one's surprise, I lost the New Egg Shuffle again today. So. Oh, that's what you're saying. You started saying I lost or something. Yes. I'm like, what? Do you, what did you lose? New Egg Shuffle. Yeah, the New Egg Shuffle is a disaster. I feel like it's, they pick um, like two people a day. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. It's yeah. and I was like, I was fully prepared to pay. So like, there wasn't even a bundle that I wanted. So New Egg will do this really annoying thing where it's like, oh, here's the card you want, but it comes with this motherboard that you definitely don't want, but that we have too much of in stock, and you have to pay for it, and you're never gonna be able to get rid of it. If you try to return it, you have to return the whole combo. It's a mess. So I was like, "Wait, what did it come with? I, I missed that." Like shitty motherboard, I don't want. I don't need a new motherboard. No, I'm good. No. But like, you have to get like the bundle. I was like, you know what? This is still cheaper if I just get the thing. So I, I don't know. Whatever. I was fully prepared to pay over a thousand dollars for a graphics card today, and then I lost. So my wallet is saved. We're good. <laughs> it's it's, it's so funny because like it's funny. Hi, Carla. Uh, yes, hope Carla. you were grooving to something good. Um, so it's funny because, like, I have, you know, in these different circles of people trying to get graphics cards and whatever else, right? And you watch, like, Wario64's Twitter and stuff. And it's like, when you say these things, That's I, like, slow. immediately sh- I immediately shoot you down. Da- well, I know. But I immediately shoot some of the stuff you say down where you're, like, you're, you're talking, like, all logically. You're like, oh, like, I could finance this or whatever. Like, like a logical human being would because it's not a necessary purchase. Yes. But I'm like, Ahmed, if you're not willing to put out the $1,200 or whatever to get the damn graphics card, like, you don't stand a chance. Like, it's just, it's like, and then you're like, my wallet's saved. You have, like, a 0.1% chance of getting the damn lottery. So your wallet had, like, a 99.9% chance of being saved. But, like, regardless, if I won the shuffle or if I, like, there's a bunch of other contests. There's, like, all these things that I've signed up for. The server that I'm in is really good about, like, updating on what to enter and all these like different queues and yeah things. It's like evga has its own queue zotac is another manufacturer that has its own queue yep. um all those fun stuff but like i'm ready because i have an amazon card that i can finance on i have a best buy card that i can finance on and i have a new egg card that i can finance on so just one of the three please Ahmed, i've got good news for you graphics cards are up at target <laughs> can you imagine no that would be so funny um funny disaster kind of, but not really I would, would probably I wouldn't trust Target to ship a graphics card. Never in my life have I ever received a package from Target that wasn't <laughs> sh- packaged in like the most stupid way possible. You can order You'll have like this little ball and it'll be like in this gigantic box Literally, like, like a the six size by of... six box and you're like, what did I order? And it's like empty and you're like, Oh, it's just for scissors that I bought. Like what the hell? Yeah, literally Who did this. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna be very loud in my uh, in my recording. By the way, I'm like like as I was testing it out, the spikes are all small, and now I'm like leaning into the <laughs> microphone. It's like hello, um, you're fine, you're doing great. But yes. But yeah. So anyway, continuing on. Uh, yes, one day you'll get a graphics card. I have faith in you. Yes. I'm trying to help you. Justin every time is I see also them go failing. Up, Justin said he lost the shuffle every day. He's tried to. So yeah, no, they they absolutely pick like one it, person a day. It's a mess. It really yeah. It's like it's like a joke. I mean, even getting a PS5 is hard now. I mean. Like, it used to be, like, if you knew where to look, it, they were pretty easy to get. Yeah. Now, everything is botted. I mean, hell, we were just talking about these um, Space Jam 2 controllers. Like, I literally texted it to Logan, and, like, within 30 seconds, it was gone. Like, I saw yeah. the notification the minute it went up for pre-order, and it's gone. And, no, like, like, that's a controller that doesn't even matter. Like, where, was, where did it, like, it go like, up on? What, uh, on Amazon, because it's an oh, Amazon yeah. exclusive. Amazon's the worst. The worst for the bots. Paul, I tell you, when I tell you, like... 
I'm on the page and I see the alert come in and I refresh the page. Like I'm not clicking any links. There's no like third thing. Like I'm already on the page and I see the alert or I hear the alert. It's gone immediately. Like the bots are too quick. They're too quick. Yeah. There's, it's there's no real. bot protection. There's no bot protection on, um, yeah. On Amazon, Amazon. is the, I mean, it's very obvious. Realistically, there's not really bot protection on Best Buy either. Like sometimes the, you click add to cart. Yeah, please, please wait. wait. That's not the real. please wait bullshit. Yeah. The please wait bullshit. I saw PS5s go up this uh, today, and like I hit the please wait buttons on both of them. I hit add to yeah. cart, and they hit me with please wait forever. Yeah, no. Like they never. And then they just never update if it sells out. All these retailers have to do is implement a captcha. Like that's literally all that they have to do. But they don't want to because they don't care because they're getting their money anyway. Right. So. Right. We're the losers. Uh Anyway, what's True what's the scam cast? Uh, listen to us to figure out how to get or how to not get graphics cards is really what we should be saying. But right. yeah, so you, lots of opportunities. Amazon is not the best place to go. Um, no. But no, no. yeah, so it's uh, whatever. So yeah, so Metro Exodus. I played a little bit of that. I tried Descenders on Game Pass, which is like a a bicycling game. Like a like a mountain biking game where you I don't know like a, almost like a racing game but uh, not really a racing game I don't know it's hard to explain it's like a it's kind of open worldish where you have like a lot of people that you could be racing against or whatever mm. or like racing on the same track completing the same challenges it was pretty cool it's like one of those very loosely like loose physics where like if you hit something you go flying but it's also kind of realistic it's pretty cool I would say uh, People would give it a try. I feel like Ryan, this would be up your alley because you were excited for that one game that Ubisoft is making that I forget uh, uh, the name of it. But I don't know what you're talking. Riders Republic, something like that. <laughs> Riders Republic. Yeah. My, my my brain went to Cool Borders, which was like a snowboarding game for N64 yes. or something. But um, oh, see, look, oh man, right on the nose. Mm-hmm. Ryan said I love Descenders, um, but it's one of those games where you go in and you like can take on all these different challenges, but you only have a set number of lives, so it has like a rogue like element to it i think i didn't play it very long because i was like oh this is cool like i I've, I've looked at it a bunch of times it has a series x um optimization to it so uh but pretty cool stuff so uh what else did i do ratchet and clank rift apart still chucking away at that um didn't play nearly as much as i wanted to like i said my whole weekend and frankly my whole last week got thrown off um for those of you who follow me on twitter you probably know you saw, saw me complaining literally i fell asleep before like 10 o'clock um every night yes. like before nine o'clock some nights because i was sick so i literally felt like shit um and i think there was some allergy in there too but anyway i was hit like a, a bag of rocks hit me in the face um and then saturday same deal like i literally woke up and didn't feel well pushed myself a little bit and just didn't feel all i wanted to do was lay on the couch um and do nothing so um anyway that was that was that so hopefully i get back into ratchet yes. um movies and tv show wise um High School Musical, Musical Series, still great. What? I was going to say, like, one, two, three, like, the Holy Trinity, because those are this, basically the same things that we always watch. Well, it's not a training, but... What are you talking about? I was going to say, High School Musical, the Musical Series, and Loki, and then... Oh, like, and then Luca, anyway. That's like... I was like, you're like, Of course, one. those are the only things you watched. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, so we watched High School Musical, Musical Series, watched Loki... Um, which is getting really good. Excited for that tomorrow. Yes. Um, really excited for the people that continue to tweet spoilers at freaking six in the morning Eastern. Who time. are you like, following that tweet me spoilers, and why don't you just mute them? Um, I should mute them. I should just unfollow all of them. <laughs> like who? Who? So I don't follow anyone like, that posts spoilers. I, I feel like. Oh, it is the most. It is the most freaking infuriating thing. Like some people take. I think. I seriously think some people either like 
like take off to watch it or whatever. But like, just be considerate. Like, damn. Right. Like, like I, I don't know. Tag something. I, you can like mute words on Twitter, by the way. Also, just like mute I word know, looking. but it it doesn't work though because someone like disproved it. Where like I don't know, they posted like L zero ki or something. I don't know what they posted. I don't know. Stupid stuff. People are well, dumb. Yeah. I, I don't know. You gotta be. Yeah. yeah you gotta put in all, like all the keywords and all the nonsense. Listen, I've got free advice for everybody. Don't be an asshole. It's free. Like it, it's just oh, right. like if if like highly anticipated shows are coming out or whatever. Like just eh, just you know maybe don't right. post spoilers. Like you know at the ass crack of dawn. Like if you really gotta talk about it, just find someone else that watched it and talk to them directly in a DM privately. Yeah, literally in secret and. And if you can't find it, go to like the Loki subreddit, and I'm sure there are right. other people that are uh, millions of people. I'm positive that, that there's like a Loki Discord. Like I'm sure there's something somewhere. Tumblr yeah. still exists. Or I'm going and and I'm gonna high key kick you in the face if you keep you know posting spoilers. Me? Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you said no. I was like, wait. What did I do? <laughs> that's my that's my general warning to everyone. Ah, okay. No, yes. I'm kidding. Um, but yes, just please oh, for the people out there that that do this stuff, please just stop posting. I like how even if it's your impression, like my webcam it's is been up for says, three hours. Just says what the it's like what the, but anyway, sorry, go on. Um, no, no worries. And then last but not least, of course, Luca came out last last Friday, last last Friday, last Friday, this past Friday, last Friday, right? Yeah, no, was it this past Friday? I think it was. Yeah, it was this past Friday. Yeah, it w- it was this past Friday. Yes. Uh, no, it was two Fridays ago. I'm pretty sure, sure it was like the twenty. I don't know. I'm pretty man. sure it was I'm the 25th. All, I'm making up all this shit as no, I go No, 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 I'm wrong. It wasn't the 25th. It was the 18th. It was the 13th. The 13th? The Sunday? Yeah. It says initial release, the 13th. No, it came out on the 18th. It was available on the 18th, I'm pretty sure. It came out in the Netherlands on the 16th. All right, I guess we got to move to the Netherlands. <laughs> Weird. No, June 18th. June yes, 18th is when I'm it pretty, came out. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was a Friday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was eleven days ago. Crazy, um, which movies the movie's great. Um, you know, I'll, in the spirit of me complaining about not spoiling people, I will not spoil you. <laughs> so go watch it. It's another another great Pixar movie. Um, I, I you know I don't know early impressions without any spoilers. I definitely you know like I think Coco, like I, Coco set such a high bar for me. That I keep comparing everything to Coco, and I'm like, this is not good as Coco. This is not good. like it's original IP or a new original IP. This is not good as Co- not as good as Coco. Yes. And that's just like what my brain keeps doing. I know that's not fair, but yeah. that's like immediately where my brain went. But when you look at what this what the director of Luca did before it was La Luna and a lot of smaller stuff. So mm-hmm. for this being his first big film, which I think it is, for, I'll, I'll confirm myself there. But uh, it's Enrico Casarosa. Um, who wrote the story and then did the uh, he was the director role as well? The, yeah, this is his first major f- feature film, so um, you know I think I think it's a great first step. Best Pixar cat Ryan says. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what uh, other Pixar cats are there. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Pixar dogs. Pixar cats. What other Pixar cat is I, there? I have no idea what Pixar cats there are. I don't know. Or wait, we'll wait for Ryan to explain. But yeah, I'll piggyback off that. I also watched Luca, and it was fantastic. I really loved it. But I agree. At the same time, when I finished, I'm like, well, it's no Coco, but I like still genuinely adored it. I think I enjoyed it a lot more than Soul, which I still really liked Soul, but Soul hasn't had like a a lasting effect on me. I guess 
Like, I haven't no. been like, ooh, I really want to go back and watch Soul. It was like, this was a good watch. This was cute. But it also kind of was like, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that was kind of like a TED Talk. <laughs> a Hold bit. on a second. Wait a second. Ryan, you're going to come out here and say best Pixar cat and then say Big Hero 6 oh, is Pixar? Wow. We have a faker I, in the house. I have nothing to say to you. Mm. Anyway, continue on. Ryan's best Pixar cat nonsense is known void Tom, big um, hero six anyways um no yeah i but like what was i saying i don't even remember soul yeah <laughs> soul, soul didn't leave a lasting yeah, impression soul I like, a, agree with I you. like a ted talk almost now that i'm thinking about it I'm it like, did it 100 percent did and that's oh, why like cute. i got done watching it i'm like okay like that was cute and all but like so this is gonna be a hot take right here right here what the fun cast episode 119 8 p.m eastern standard Time. um the speed at which you said that time. Yeah. <laughs> the newer Pixar movies, with the exception of a few, have been very shallow in story. Like, they, the idea is there. Soul had the idea, mm. but it wasn't fully executed on, in my opinion. Luca did a better job at it, for sure. Yeah, but even still, like I think, like the the Luca Cinematic Universe, right? <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunity there. Luca did feel and very trimmed down, like it yes. felt like it was paced really quickly. And I was like, but I like this world, and I want to stand, I want to be here more. I want to, I want to longer. Um, and that is exactly what yeah. Coco did, right? Yeah. Where Coco was like, here's this world. You're putting this boy into this world. Here's the story in this world. And you also have the story in both worlds. In, like, the human world and then the, yeah. the spirit world. Like, Coco's still, like, fleshed you, out. Yeah. Correct. And and then you take you take Miguel and you send him back and forth a couple times, whatever. You know, all that. And all, then the story takes off. Not to spoil Coco. So if you haven't seen Coco, please go watch Coco. That's probably one of Pixar's finest in the past ten years. Oh, maybe ten years is dramatic, but... Um, in the past few years, I'd in say past, that's probably yeah. their best movie. Of their recent films, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, but if you look at like the more recent films, like I just pulled up a list. Um, of course, I pulled up a list, and then I can't find it. A uh, list of <laughs> Pixar films. Here we go. So if you look at the most recent films, right? So like Luca, Soul, Onward, same deal with on- Onward. I think actually, of the three, I think Onward fleshed out the story elements better than the other two. Really? Like where Onward, I, I, I think that... Like, it set it up in the beginning. You have, like, a an adventure that they're going on. Yeah. And then you have some background to it, and then there's closure at the end, right, to that story. Where I feel like with Luca, it was, but it was more of, like, a revelation. And with Soul, it was kind of like a, like a TED Talk. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know, Toy Story 4 and Incredibles 2, like, those don't really count in my opinion, right? Because no, they're sequels. Like, We're talking about original, yeah, they're original sequels. movies. But, like, then you keep going backwards. Coco was 2017. Cars 3, Finding Dory sequels. The Good Dinosaur. Bad. Um, I mean, not yeah, good dinosaur. bad, but, like, not good. Not good. Inside Out? Inside I, Out was fantastic. Like, I have grown... So, we actually put on Inside Out um, in the past week. I don't know. We watched it. But yeah. um, Inside Out is, like... I think it's one of my... It's grown to be one of my favorite Pixar movies. But that's another story. So... Um, Monsters University, Brave, Brave wasn't fantastic. Yeah. Cars two, Toy Story three, Up, Up was fantastic. Wally was fantastic. Ratatouille was great. Cars was great. The original, incredible. And then we're getting back to the, the OGs. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that that's my that's my little rant. I just feel like it's gotten more and more shallow. It's interesting. Or, it's interesting that you think that 
Onward is uh, is the most developed those of those three. Because my issue with Onward wasn't necessarily that it was developed or underdeveloped. My issue with Onward is that I just it didn't make me feel anything. I was just like, okay, it di- it didn't it didn't make me feel anything either. I mean, it did it so like it's funny we've turned this episode into a Pixar uh, deep dive. But anyway, so I think Onward. I agree that Onward didn't make me feel anything either. Um, Luca definitely had moments that made me feel something, but I still think that Onward, like if you were to put out, <laughs> this is going to be a ridiculous analogy. If you were <laughs> to put out your spread for your, your family you've got coming over, I think that Onward had all the meals on the table. Whereas I think with Luca, there were plates that were held back. Like you had like three entrees, we only had one appetizer. Whereas Onward had the whole spread. Like I could pretty vividly remember onward and the events that happened in it and the environment that we were in because it was flushed out whereas luca it was like it was all there like the spread was all done but like like you said it was trimmed same with soul it's like soul had the ideas similar to inside out but they weren't flushed out and they weren't you know they didn't dive into them i hear you with the dinner analogy and i'll say onward was like a full meal like all the courses and everything served from applebee's and Luca, I was just gonna say, are you gonna say that you left hungry after you ate the no. food? It's like you leave full, but it was like served at Applebee's, and you're like, okay, like whatever. It wasn't like right. super memorable, but then like Luca, to me at least, was like a really fancy dish. But like, yeah, you leave a little hungry for more. Like it's a fancy dish from an Italian yes. restaurant, and you're like, oh, this is like real fucking good. And I one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. You just want more. That is. That's exactly the and that's what I was trying to get. That's the yeah. same point I was trying to get across with the analogy. So I'm glad we could help each other out there. Um, but yeah, so that's. Uh, I don't know where good. I don't know we where should, soul fits should. in that analogy. Because so I don't think soul's even on the table, right? Like soul is just <laughs> soul's a the presentation soul, before the dinner. <laughs> literally, um, what I think, right? I think that like, uh, like I I don't know I, the way I feel is that soul and like the good dinosaur belong in the same room. Or belong at the same table where it's like Ryan's gonna unsubscribe. They're trying to tell right a story. This man just subscribe for eight months. He's like unsubscribe. Ryan's in the chat. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Right? Ryan's in the chat talking about Souls' his hands down favorite animated movie. Oh, that's that's unfortunate, Ryan. I'm, I I did not see that. So I moved I moved the chat up to the top right. So when I'm looking like at the Discord, I'm looking at you. Oh, okay. So I'm not just like. <laughs> I mean, the me, whole time on me, the, I'm like I'm looking camera. over. It's like this direction. No, it, you can't even tell. Um... But yeah, so a- anyway, that's uh, that's just my opinion, right? Yeah. It doesn't. And Ryan, you may like you may like Pixar movies that are more like Soul, where it tells like a shallower, you know, maybe like a shallower story, but it's almost like a TED talk. I wouldn't even say like, I, was, I wouldn't even say that Soul is less. I wouldn't say shallow. I don't think shallow is the right word. I think it was like it's more revelatory and like it's a lot of the Pixar movies that we love. The ones that we love the most are the ones that are really deep in characters. Like the character story, mm-hmm. whereas Soul was more of like a universal story. Like it wasn't about any specific one character. I mean, it kind of was, but like it was telling a bigger picture story about like your life and what you should do to make you happy. Versus these stories are telling like very character-driven stories. I don't know. And yeah, Soul, I, Soul I will... will work for people. Like when I watch Soul, it if I I felt more than I when I watched Onward and I really liked it because I was like oh this is like kind of what I needed in the moment like it that's what it got to me and that's yeah. what Ryan's saying but now yep. and I and I agree 100% with that but yeah, yeah. looking back I'm like now I'm not you know there so like I'm like I'm good that was a fun thing that was cute when I watched it but yeah I hear you about soul and I will raise you that I 
I guess the the levels that I put it to is I'll take Soul and I measure it right up with it inside inside out only because it's one of those movies that makes you think about yourself yeah. and think about like your thoughts and your drive and all that stuff right and I measure it to inside out where I felt so much more with inside out and that might just be for me yeah. and that's like the beauty of animated movies right we should just clip out like this whole port, part and put it up as a separate episode <laughs> right. um, but that's like the beauty of animated movies where like people are like, oh it's animated I'm not watching them. those are for kids right like no like Pixar has found a way just call out to Carla into <laughs> Carla this is a call out um but it they found a way to tap into these different emotions and that's where I feel like Soul did tell a good story and Luca told a good story but I wanted so much more like yeah. make Luca 2 hours and maybe dive into more of it yes. like there's just it just like there's it, so much there it really felt but, like they cut out a lot especially the intro I was like oh we're just jumping right into this huh like okay right now hear me out though the director right we just talked about him he's only directed a short film so is that a byproduct of you know like him only directing la luna where you know he's just used to short form media so he's like oh well let me not drag it out too long and felt like he was dragging out too long and tried to make it into a shorter film yeah um but anyway i got good news for you carla None of these Pixar movies are musicals. There's no singing. Yeah. Oh, well, Brave. Brave, I guess. Uh, Brave. I wouldn't even consider Brave a musical. She no. had, like, a musical number at one point. Did she not? Am I hallucinating that? No. They they just played a song in the background as she rode around and, you know. Oh, it was just like course. a montage? Okay. I get, like, the closest to singing is Coco, but it's, like, integral to the story. It's not, like, a musical. So like, I would say Coco is more of a musical than anything else. When, but... Yeah, but it's not, like... It's di- like it's not a, a musical where there's like suddenly like a break in story and there's like a dance like but it's part of it's like saying that the movie Selena is a musical which maybe it is I don't know right. like movies about singers can be musicals or not the, I don't think Coco is a musical but anyway yeah don't all right well this was great we're up to thirty three minutes yeah, so uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening in so um, yeah no that was that was good discussion we'll have that to was. do a uh, maybe one day when we're short on episodes we'll just do a whole. Um, ranking of Pixar movies. That'd be like a bloodbath uh, somewhere. Actually, well, you and I would probably agree very closely on that list. So I think, like, I think we we agree obviously on our MCU list, but I don't think I feel like our Pixar list would be very different. All right, all right, all right. We're thirty five right. minutes in. Top <laughs> yes. Pixar movie. Just give me the first one. Um, I don't know. The first thing that comes into mind is Toy Story, but that's just because I like memorize that. It movie. has to be Toy Story one. Yeah. I mean, the Toy Story one is the pinnacle of Pixar cinematography it's just yeah yeah i don't know carla these um, movies anyway. necessarily feel good they're like sometimes they feel bad and you're like wait this is the saddest thing that's ever happened like the first <laughs> the first 10 minutes of up you're like wait this is for who yeah. this is for children wait yeah it's like oh you're selling uh, mr frederickson plush toys in the disney store i don't know about that <laughs> Um, yeah, all right, let's let's jump in. Uh, let's let's get into the news here. So that was that was good. Yes, that was good. We'll have to good. do more of that. That was very. Uh, that was good. Good good de- uh, debacle. Debacle debating. debating I think so. <laughs> debacle. Um, yeah, w- w- words are not my forte. <sighs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump right into the hot news for entertainment. So speaking of movies that nobody really wanted, Ahmed, what are they making? Bitch, I wanted it. I mean, I didn't especially want it, but also there's a paywall behind this article, so I can't view it. So you're gonna have to. Oh, take is this there? <laughs> Not enough. The paywall is, is for you. Um. Yeah. No, the paywall is just for you. Okay. Uh, cool. I guess I hit yeah, my monthly got... article limit. Unfortunately, Disney is making a Tower of Terror film, and then like, what's funny is the second part. Really makes sense. 
of this article is like, I don't understand why it's here. Disney's making a Tower of Terror film as Rock and Roller Coaster Erasure continues. Good. So, what are they going to make a, a Aerosmith movie? Like, no one cares. I mean, I'm sure some people care, but not me. So, um, if I don't so care, nobody comes from, cares. Go on. <laughs> this comes from Vulture, uh, who reports as part of Disney's ongoing quest to adapt literally every single one of its rides into a movie. Uh, THR is reporting that Tower of Terror will be the next attraction put on the creative conveyor belt. Toy Story 4 uh, director Josh Cooley is attached to write the script based off the spooky drop scare hotel elevator, and it's even spookier lore. And Scarlett Johansson, of all people, is producing. So, following her uh, hit action career, her hit career in Avengers Endgame and Black Widow the movie. Um, that that's my words, not not theirs. But uh, THR notes that plot uh, details are quote being kept under wraps. And it's currently unclear if Johansson will be starring in the film. The Tower of Terror ride was previously adapted into a 1997 television movie about disappearing hotel guests, starring Steve Guttenberg and uh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Hello. Kirsten Dunst. Wait. Yeah. She was in that. Uh, I- a project that, in hindsight, would make an incredible addition to our roll call column. The ride itself was inspired by the wonderful world of Rod Sterling. Rod, yeah, it's Rod Sterling, right? Yes. They spelled Sterling wrong. They put Rod Sterling. Uh, uh, maybe Rod Sterling's Sterling. Twilight Zone. Hold up. Is it? I thought it was Sterling. Wrong. Um, oh, it is Sterling. My bad. Oh, Rod Sterling. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry, Rod. <laughs> Rod Sterling's Twilight Zone. Now it's time for Vulture to advocate for a rock and roller coaster adaptation, which Steven Tyler has to speed across the country in a limousine to fire Aerosmith's drummer. I hate that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so, this is uh, interesting. I mean, realistically, it's just going to be a Twilight Zone movie, essentially, that's based off the Tower of Terror episode that wasn't never really an episode. So I don't know if it's going to be a Twilight Zone movie, though. I feel like Twilight Zone, there might be... That's so, like, integral um, to the whole story. It's literally a Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's literally called I hear you. the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Maybe there... Well, but remember, there's a lot of rumors that they were trying to break free of the Twilight Zone. Um branding right because they that i think that was mistake. up for that's literally the whole thing. i ahmed i hear you however they did it in disneyland don't put it past them they'll do it to us here too no if they make a so. movie about it but they might make a movie like the tower of terror and it's like i don't know spooky not twilight uh, zone themed and then they're like we're retheming the, the tower of terror to the movie maybe who knows Next article. <laughs> I mean, are they rethemeing <laughs> Jungle Cruise to have Dwayne Rock the Johnson on it? I mean, yeah, they are rethemeing it. Maybe the they're rethemeing it to the movie. I mean, they're rethemeing it, but that you know what? I trapped myself. That was an entrapment of myself. <laughs> that, that was that was an entrapment. <laughs> You're 100 correct. Thank you, sir. Uh, by the way, that's going to be on Disney Plus. I didn't realize that. And not like it's premiere access oh, or whatever. All that nonsense. I'll go but, see it in a theater. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not paying no money. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited for that movie. Um, finally, a full freaking year later. It's coming out this year, um, uh, this month, July. Yeah, and like within July. the next thirty days, it's coming out sometime. Yes, correct. Yes. Um, all right. So hit me with the hot news in the gaming <laughs> with world. The not the not paywall. All right. Starting off in our general section, general gaming news. Sonic is now in Minecraft as of June twenty third. So about a week ago. So if you're a Minecraft fan, I'm sure you've already seen this. Um, but. Obviously, it's Sonic's 30th birthday. All of these, like, various celebrations have been happening. I think there was, like, an orchestra concert that we missed at one point. I don't know when that is, but it's somewhere in my calendar. Because oh, I have I the summer, summer Game Fest calendar added, and it's, like, Sonic Orchestra count thing. And I'm like, what? Okay. I'm um, pretty sure it already happened. But anyway, the downloadable content for Minecraft includes a little bit of everything. Fan-favorite Sonic levels like the Green Hill Zone have gotten a blocky makeover. Uh, turning them into infinite runners that you can play with your friends. Naturally, there'll be rings along the way for you and your buddies to collect as you race one another. Uh, in addition to playing as Sonic, you can also select other franchise favorites such as Knuckles, the Echidna, 
I didn't realize that was his full name. Like, Knuckles, last name of the Echidna. Um, <laughs> Tails and Amy Rose. I don't know. They're really putting the full names. Miles Tails Prower. Did you know that it was his government name? My, yes, Miles Prower. I, I did know that. I knew Miles, but I didn't, I've never heard Prower. And Amy Rose. Um, outside of those additions, you can grab a free Sonic the Hedgehog character creator item. Lastly, there will be a two-week server takeover that will feature mini-games and a special surprise on one of the weekends. Presumably, probably this past weekend. I don't know. Um, but that is out now for, for Minecraft fans. That one comes from Engadget, by the way. I don't know if I credited them accordingly. Um, but yeah, and then besides that, just uh, besides that in the general news, um, Windows 11 was announced I don't know if that necessarily counts as gaming news, but I figured I'd just touch on it in case you weren't aware. Um, Windows 11 is announced. It is going to be a slow rollout, likely beginning in 2022. Um, it'll be free for Windows 10 owners, um, but there is a minor caveat. Uh, if you basically have a computer that's from before, like 2017, you can't run it. Um, so, sorry. Really? Yeah. So there, the processor requirements are really stringent. Um, and it's not that the processors have to be specific level of power. It's more so that the processors have to have a specific chip, a hardware chip called a TPM chip, which stands for Trusted Processor Module. And it's like a, a hardware lock uh, or a hardware like thing that's you know embedded in your in modern processors um, that I actually had to like go into my BIOS to manually enable on mine. Um, but it's like a it's like a hardware security thing because like apparently firmware attacks are up or something so they're requiring all windows 11 users to have it um so if you have like my processor generation the one that we both got the 800 or 8000 line or whatever like the i5 8000 8 series uh-huh. that's like the earliest possible processor if you have anything older it won't run windows 11 so remember i have one generation newer oh. on both the motherboard and the cpu and yeah you're good but yes because remember when my computer, you know, we I built it and then it just blue screened nonstop and it was the processor the whole time. I remember that. Yeah. So uh, that's wild. Very very bold moves. They're like, <laughs> buy a new computer right now. Why I mean, a worldwide chip I shortage? Can, like what? Well, yeah, that that's silly. But I could also understand why they're doing that because like ransomware and all that stuff is like. I mean, how often do we talk about it on this show? And it's not even like I don't know. It's not even not not that it's not relevant, but it's just. I don't know. It's, it's just something yeah. that it just keeps cropping up in circles that we watch. Yeah, and it's basically like before. it's like for um, when I said like to to contextualize it, like laptops that have like fingerprint scanners, like that kind of level of like drive encryption, um, like Windows BitLocker is a thing that you can use to like encrypt your hard drive, like if it's secure or whatever. So a lot of pro like level business level computers already have this chip. It's more so that they're enforcing it for home users as well, which sucks if you know you just bought a computer four years ago even like 2017 is suddenly out of date which doesn't seem right. like that it was that long ago and those computers are more than capable of running um, something so i mean obviously the upgrade's not mandatory but if you want to upgrade you're gonna have to do that and you also need a microsoft account and an internet connection which historically has never been needed to set up windows and for us you know living in america if you're listening to this podcast you probably have an internet connection it's no issue um, but for a lot of people that are in more remote parts of the world or whatever, like it, it inhibits the ability to distribute computers to these remote parts of the world because you require an internet connection to use it. So it's a little aggressive. Or not to use it, to set it up at least. Um, but yeah, Justin, I was just going to say, I remember we were talking about processors. I'm like, you're fine. Meanwhile. <laughs> um, but it well, will have... Well, thank you. 
But sorry, Mr. Bill Gates. That was good. I got. You. I didn't. I didn't know all that. Yeah. Um. But on the plus side, um, Game Pass and like Xbox and all that stuff is like officially embedded in Windows 11, um, as opposed to just being like an app that you download from the store. And the store also has Android apps now, so I can download the official TikTok app and scroll while I'm working instead of going to the TikTok website like a plebe. So can't wait for that. That's my main takeaway from there. Scroll while I'm working. Hello, exactly. Ahmed's employer. Are you listening? My boss is always on TikTok. He's, he said to me, he's like, sometimes when I get too stressed out, I just be scrolling. And I'm like, listen, we're one and the same. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's fine. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you had to guess, by the way, Brad does not understand what Minecraft is. So maybe you can formulate a uh, synopsis for him on what Minecraft uh, is. I'll think about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what Minecraft is. <laughs> but. Um, but if you had to guess at what the most viewed E3 and Summer Game Fest trailers on YouTube were, what do you think is the top one? And I think you probably remember. I, so. I remember seeing this, but I also forgot completely. So I'm going to be completely <sighs> guessing. Um, if I, I know it's not the one that I was going to say. But I don't know what the top one is. I'm gonna say uh, Elden Ring. Yes, it okay. was in fact Elden Ring yeah. at 10.2 million views. Yes. Followed by Battlefield 2042 gameplay at 9.6 million views, which is ridiculous. Right. Um, followed by Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora trailer at 7.7 7 million views. Starfield at 7.1 million views. Breath of the Wild sequel at 6.4 million views. Stalker 2 at 4.8 million views, Riders Republic at 4.6 million views, and Forza Horizon 5 reveal at 4.2 million views. This comes from Benji Sales on Twitter. Yes, and I remember now how shocked I was that Metroid Dread is not even on the list. Yeah, is that is that is pretty shocking. Nuts. But so for reference, these numbers are like what was it, the 72 hours after each video was posted or something like that, as opposed to like the numbers uh, right now. Yes, like correct. Yeah. It was waited at least 48 hours for trailers to build views. Yeah. So it's like it's, you know, equal. It's not like after one, you know, some trailers have been out for longer than others. So it's equally waited. And but, Elden yeah. Ring also is um, so high because of multiple uploads that have over 1 million views. So I, it's probably a, a little bit of a skewed list, I guess, but still it gives you some perspective of what people are looking at. Yes. People are still interested in Battlefield 2042 or Battlefield in general and, you know, all that good stuff. Which is shocking to me that Battlefield is that high up. Like, I really didn't think that Battlefield was that big, but... Right. I agree with alas. you. 100%. <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> you truly do. But let's jump into PlayStation news. Shifting gears since the blue team... Sony, as of literally today, this morning, has acquired Housemark, which is the developer of Returnal, which is a PS5 exclusive. Um, truth be told, I kind of thought that they were already a PlayStation studio. I didn't realize. So did I! So I was like, oh, okay. But now that I think about it, when you boot Returnal, it doesn't have to do the PlayStation Studios logo? Or does it? Maybe it does. I don't know. Whatever. Good news is, today, it's official. Um, so, on the PlayStation blog, uh, Herman Hunst. Holst? Herman Holst, head of PlayStation Studios, said, Today I'm thrilled to welcome a new member of the PlayStation Studios family. I've been a fan of Housemark since the studio's early days and when they introduced Super Stardust HD to PlayStation fans. Housemark's recent release of Returnal proves the studio is one with incredible vision, capable of creating memorable new games that resonate with our community. Uh, this edition enhances the creative force of PlayStation Studios, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for Housemark. Welcome to the family. Um, and then they mentioned uh, the co-founder and managing director of Housemark had a little blurb, and he was 
saying today's a big day and over 26 day, uh, years in the making. Um, with Return of PS5, our most recent release, our biggest foray into third-person person action gaming solidified our voice and brand in the industry uh, as delivering unique and quality player experiences, and they're super excited and blah, blah, blah. So, very good stuff. I think so, not too shocking, but yeah. No, no, not at all. And did you catch that um, apparently they're also acquiring Bluepoint Studios? Who's Bluepoint so Studios? PlayStation Japan accidentally tweeted out... Um, what did they put here? So PlayStation Japan <laughs> tweeted out like "Welcome to Welcome to the Family House Mark" or whatever, and then the picture that they put has PlayStation Studios and Bluepoint Games. Welcome to the family. <laughs> well, I guess they're preparing for another so, announcement. Um, yeah, so apparently they're also acquiring Bluepoint Games. What has Bluepoint done? The Demon Souls remake for PS5, oh. and uh, they also did. Uh, I just looked it up. These uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake. Got it. Okay, see. that makes sense. They did the Uncharted Collection remake, uh, remaster, right. or whatever. Okay, that tracks. So they've yeah. So like, I thought that these, I thought that they all, I thought that they were part of PlayStation Studios already. That's that's, that's so confusing to me. It's, well, because they're just like it seems like they only develop games for Sony consoles, so you just assume. But right, like they did Flower, they did PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Um, they did, they did Titanfall. Gravity Rush Remonster. They did Titanfall, which is on Xbox. It wasn't Xbox exclusive, right? That was, or was it? No, Shadowfall was on both. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, Titanfall? Sorry, Titanfall. Like yes, Shadowfall. Titanfall. Yes. Um, my brain went to Killzone. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, Titanfall one was a Xbox One exclusive. Titanfall two came out on both systems. Yeah, they've been. They've been working pretty closely with Sony for a while now, so also not surprising, but uh, I guess we'll see yeah. when they actually confirm that. Um, yeah, so I want to see who all PlayStation Studios Studios. How many are here? I'm really enjoying the stress ball. It looks like um, a balloon. I thought it was a balloon, like deflated. <laughs> no. Uh, PlayStation Studios, here we go. Bend, Gorilla, Insomniac, Team Asobi, which is the one behind Astro's Playroom. That was a recent acquisition, Lun right? Uh, that was a recent like development. They just turned uh, the team into... Like, like the people that made it into a team. Yeah. Santa Monica Studios, San Diego Studio, Naughty Dog, Media Molecule, London Studio, Sucker Punch, Pixelopus? Pixelopus? Oh, that's the one that did uh, Concrete Genie. Poly poly Polyphony? Polyphony? Polyphony is Gran Turismo. Polyphony? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then XDev. So, I mean, they've got a good amount of studios as well, which... And those are all, like, know, pretty so big... Like, when you... I mean, I don't know if the listeners can catch on, but every name, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, they did this, oh, yeah. Like, well, right, so, like, Bend... Uh, Sony Bend, they, they most recently did um, Days Gone. Yeah. And uh, Gorilla does Horizon. Insomniac did Marvel Spider-Man, and then I think Miles Morales as well. And Ratchet and Clank. And then Ratchet and Clank. Yep. yep. Team Asobi did Astro's Playroom, which comes bundled with PS5. London Studio, they don't have anything specified. Media Molecule is Little Big Planet, hmm. um, and Dreams. Naughty Dog, Uncharted, and Last of Us. San Diego Studio does MLB The Show. Santa Monica Studio does God of War. Uh, Sucker Punch most recently has done Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Pixel Up. Pixel, whatever. Pixelopus <laughs> did Concrete Genie, Polyphony did Gran, Gran Turismo, and then XDev, it doesn't say. XDev. So, I think I mean, that was like oh, a newer And then now you have Housemark as well. But yeah, and Housemark did Returnal. So it's a pretty solid lineup because like all of those games are 
pretty big. Like they're all well received, like heavy hitters. No, none of the none of the studios is. I mean, besides Bend, I guess, with Days Gone, which I think still has a fandom, but not me. It, it does. Like people, yeah, like yeah, but yeah. I gotta look and see what else they've stuff. done, but yes. Speaking of Sucker Punch, um, Ghost of Tsushima is apparently getting a director's cut, which has been leaked by the ESRB. Oops. Um, this one comes from IGN. The Entertainment Software Rating Board, ESRB, ESRB, has filed a rating for Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, which effectively reveals the existence of a new PS4 and PS5 version of Sucker Punch's hit game ahead of any future announcement, which is great because I haven't even played the PS4 version, and I paid pretty much full price for it. So, no, I think I got it on sale, but I'm still mad. <laughs> you paid forty dollars for it. Whatever. That's still a lot of money. But I could have saved if I just waited. But it's fine. One day I'll play that game. There's a PS five enhancement. They, they like put in a what patch. I, yeah, they did put in a patch. Yeah. What I don't like about this new trend is like they announced um Death Stranding director's cut at Summer Game Fest, right? Yes. And I'm like the game is like ten dollars. Like you can find it very cheap pretty much anywhere. Like, I don't know why... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I do know why. Uh, but it's just... Uh, Death Stranding is one of those I, games that has, like, a cult following. So... Yeah, but, like, why do we need a director's it? cut? Like, literally just add... Kojima's add an insane content. Person. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, add the content. DLC. I don't know. Just add the content. Make it make it a $5 upgrade or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping... That obviously, like, the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut has not been officially announced at all, so who knows what form it'll come in if you'll be able to upgrade to it if you own the standard edition. But, yeah. Wonderful. Who knows? All right. Well, you know who's more customer-oriented and customer-focused about upgrades? Xbox. Green so let's, let's move into the Xbox. Uh, 53 minutes. Here we are with no content and somehow, you know, still <laughs> we going. We talked it a lot happens. about the movies. We did. That was good. That was good content, was though. I appreciate good discussion. that. Yes. Um, Xbox Games Showcase Extended. So this happened right after, um, well, not, uh, yeah, right after we streamed. Uh, it was like this that was, Thursday. Yeah, the Thursday after after our last yeah. episode. Right. So um, it yeah it, it happened. We didn't really expect much. We didn't really get much. Uh, Plague Tale Innocence is getting a next gen version, but that was announced to be released on July sixth, and that'll allow the game to run up to four K sixty. That uh, update is also coming to PS five as well. So it's not Xbox exclusive or anything like that. And if you do remember, a Plague Tale, uh, the new Plague Tale game, got announced at the Xbox original showcase the main e3 showcase on sunday yes uh that 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 past sunday e3 sunday so excuse me one of the things that did get announced at the uh xbox showcase extended is that xbox design lab is back so for those of you that don't know xbox design lab is actually a portal that you go on to and you can actually design your own xbox controller so oh did you design that one I don't actually remember. I might have, I might not. But to give you an idea, you can like get different colored backplates and different colored things yeah. and custom buttons and all that fun stuff. Different yeah, colored triggers. Yeah, custom analog sticks, custom triggers, yeah. yeah. So I've like I've mentally decided cuz I wanted to make one before they like brought it back cuz they shut it down and I was like, "Oh, whatever, my opportunity's gone." Now they brought it back and I'm like, "I want to design one so bad, but there's way too many colors. I can't decide on what I want." So, <laughs> I've just been periodically opening it up and looking at it and be like, okay, that's good. It's still there. Um, it's still but, there. 
Yeah, so the new Xbox Design Lab now is back with the new D-pad for the new Series X controller and then the share button, of course. So it's a new generation controller, which is pretty cool. Um, and then there's some feature designs that are showing like for Grounded or for Psychonauts 2, like, like whatever, color suggestions. And if you look on Reddit, you'll find everything from, they do not have transparent purple, Justin, oh. uh, from everything. It's all like solid colors, like red, purple, um, shock blue, what? That's how they'd get me in. If they had transparent colors, oof. Those are the yeah, best PS, the PlayStation controllers that are trans, or PS4 controllers that are transparent. Those are the best thing they'll they probably, did. they'll probably release those like the second after I buy, I finally decide on the color that I want. <laughs> um, but if you look, if you look on Reddit, like people have, like you can design them and like play around with the adjustments and stuff and, you know, make all these different ideas. But people on Reddit have made ones themed after like Pokemon, like, um, and all, all sorts of stuff. There's all sorts of color ones out there. Um, and someone actually just, where did I see it? It was like themed after there's Pokemon and there's some other stuff. There's like I can't remember what else there ones was. that are actually featured on the Xbox Design Lab website that are obviously like after Microsoft first party games. So there's one that's like Psychonauts 2 and there's one that's grounded where it's all just like green and I don't know, it's pink analog sticks kind of ugly. Um, there's one that's like Iron Man looking. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I remember you shared a link. There was like a tons of custom designs that were like after you know every character under the sun. Um, there's there's a lot a lot of combinations. I can see why you're overwhelmed. I would be overwhelmed as well. So I don't know. I don't think I actually this this Lamar this. this Lamar Wilson one looks really cool. The red with the yellow. That's sticks. the one that I was like looks then, like uh, looks like Iron Man. It does. Yeah. So I mean they're they're really cool. You could really go crazy with it and like make the bumpers one color and the triggers another color and you know I don't know you, I don't know it's it's wild yeah. but it's it's pretty cool stuff and like they're the normal price I believe of a controller and you can get it engraved which reminds me back in the old days remember when you can like engrave iPods can you still engrave iPhones yes is that a thing uh yes yeah Apple still does engraving okay just kidding I thought that that was a thing that died never mind. Like wow, I'll yeah. So, um, you could get a controller and put that guy Ahmed. I might. I'll consider it. Consider it, like I use the con Xbox controller on my PC. I don't know how much different the Xbox One controller is to the Series X. Um, they look the same. But I guess the it just has the, a different D pad. Yeah, it's a different D pad. It's a the form factor is a little different. Yeah. But yeah, the I I really like the Xbox controller as much as I like the DualSense. The Xbox controller is a very comfortable and like useful controller. Like I use it on, you know, my PC here whenever I play like Fortnite or whatever uh, on PC, or even when we play the Takes Two. Like I use it here, um, and obviously I use it on my Xbox as yeah. well. Yeah, no, I mean whenever I'm playing a PC game that isn't like a shooter or like a strategy game, like Roller Coaster Tycoon, I'm playing with the controller. Like whenever I play Hades, I'm playing with the controller. It just makes more sense. Yeah, I there's just so many damn colors. Like there are way too many colors. There's yeah, I would have to like pull up that uh, whatever that um, example was where you showed like all the people's designs and and pick from one of those. Honestly, like I wouldn't be able to just do this myself. Like just I know. at least start there and then like go from there. Um, there was one that I saw like the Charizard um, design. Yeah, it was like there was like Pokemon it was orange. There is an orange, and I can't remember if it had a red background or like a red back. It looked really cool, um, and yeah. But then there was like a yellow one with red uh, analog sticks for Pikachu. So anyway, I don't know. I I know the minute I'm so goddamn indecisive that I know <laughs> the minute that I look at it, I'll be like, oh, this is great, I love it, and then I'll be like, mm, I hate this, I need a new one. 
so not really, but you make, get the point. We should make but, what the fun cast ones and engrave them with what the fun cast. Oh, we could. That's what we should do. I mean, we don't have to, but just enough. Just put w- WTF on the front. <laughs> WTF. What the fuck? Anyways, um, <laughs> we got a bunch of Actually, other now that I did that, you could do, hold on, blue and green. Okay, anyways, I'll play with this. Keep going. Yeah, you do it. You, like, do the shirt, like, the navy and then, like, green analog sticks, a blue D-pad, like a, a royal blue D-pad. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can customize the buttons, the triggers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps. Internesting? Perhaps, Internesting? Mm-hmm. perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> All right. While you're looking into that, um, Xbox Cloud Gaming is now officially available on Windows 10 PCs, Apple phones, and tablets via browser um, in 22 countries, and it's now officially all powered by the Xbox Series X. Um, so we talked about cloud gaming before and how it's, you know, really exciting and whatnot, and it's fun. So uh, now it's available to more people than it was before. So if you haven't had access to it before, now you can try it. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get Game Pass for like a dollar for your first three months or something if you haven't tried it yet. Um, so we're not shill. We're not being paid. But <laughs> go ahead. Gamepass.xbox.com slash what the fun cast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, seriously, though, Microsoft, if you're listening, hook us up. <laughs> he said, if you're listening. <laughs> so I'll fly. Um, they rub their hands. Um, all right. We're going to. Do you want to do it? Sorry, we're going to say anything else? No. Yeah, we can. I'll fly through the rest of this real quick. Um, oh, I was going to do it. I was going to say I'm going to fly through it because I don't know anything about what you're going to talk about under Nintendo. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I'll take us home on Xbox. Um, Xbox games with gold for July include Planet Alpha from July 1st to 31st, Rock of Ages 3 Make or Break, it'll be available from July 16th to August 15th, Conquer Live and Reloaded from the OG Xbox, available from July 1st to 15th. That one's actually pretty big. Big one, um, and then Midway Arcade. It's available right now. Is available. What is? The July first games are up already. Oh, interesting. Okay, um, and then Midway Arcade Origins uh, from Xbox 360 area is coming July 16th to the 31st. I never understand these windows that they do. That's so arbitrary to me, but whatever. Um, and then things coming to Game Pass. Banjo Kazooie: Nuts and Bolts is coming to cloud. Immortal Realms: Vampire Wars is coming to cloud console and PC. Limbo is coming to cloud console and PC. Worms Rumble is coming to Cloud Console and PC. Um, Gang Beasts, Cloud Console and PC. Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. Who? Cloud Console and PC. Um, Need for That's a, So that game, like, Justin, I feel like you do enjoy that game. That's uh, It's like Paper Mario. It's, it looks just like Paper Mario. Um, and it's been... it's It reviewed fairly well. So, anyway, that's coming to Game Pass. But it's also available on Switch. Oh, there you go. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is coming to console and PC, which is interesting considering didn't they didn't we just talk about them like shutting down some of these games oh, for the old games for old games I guess not the Hot Pursuit Remastered. Remastered literally just released like last holiday did it really anyways I don't know anything yeah. um, and then Iron Harvest and Proteus are both available on PC as well um, interesting interesting little collection I got to jump back into like investigating what these games are and if they're worth putting on my ever growing list. Um, but I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh, time. don't even start. They're on Game Pass. They're free. Just download them and try them for five minutes. Uh, well, no, wait. Did they release the try before you buy thing or try before you download thing? So you can just like try things by streaming them without. I think they I must think have. So. They might. Well, I guess Iron Harvest and Proteus are not on cloud, so they wouldn't be able. But I could probably just try a bunch of these games and see if I would. They're worth the download without having to worry perhaps, about it. Perhaps you could. Poor snaps. All right. Take us home with Nintendo. So, so dumb. <laughs> could try before I buy. Leans back in my chair. <laughs> I love leaning back. 
One of, um, speaking of this chair, totally random. My I have a new coworker, and she was like, "Oh, I see you have like a fancy gamer chair. Like, what chair should I get?" I'm like, "This one. I can't recommend anything else. This is the nicest chair I've ever bought. It's been almost a full year, and it is still just as comfortable as day one. And that is my glowing recommendation. All right. I'm also not being paid. By are you Secret are Lab. you gonna are you gonna tell everybody what? Yeah. What what's the name of the chair? You're like, get this chair. Secret Lab. The Secret Lab. The Secret Lab Titan. Uh, <laughs> please buy it. It's so good. Anyways. The floor is yours. Take us home. Buy it. Your booty will thank you. Truly. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's bring it home. Nintendo. We only have one bit of news for Nintendo. And no, it's not Switch Pro related. I know. Uh, collective sigh of relief from everyone. So there was a Sakurai uh, deep dive into Kazuya, uh, Kazuya Mishima uh, of Tekken fame. So um, I don't know. This this character does absolutely nothing for me, uh, but it literally just released on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago or so. Oh, really? Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it was announced. Uh, there was a whole deep dive in it into the character yesterday and then for release today. Uh, so it is part of the uh, Fighters Pack Volume 2. This is Challenger Pack number 10. Uh, so uh, a little blurb here from Nintendo.com directly. Uh, in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Kazuya's uh, main attacks are similar to his fighting moves in Tekken, but to give him the mid-air jumps, smash attacks, and special moves that the Super Smash Bros. series is known for, his evil devil, devil's power is put to use. In later games in the Tekken series, uh, series Kazuya can transform into a powerful winged demon. Players will notice that Kazuya um, activating this devil power uh, for various jumps, smash attacks, and special moves in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, there's a new stage that comes with the pack as well uh, in Challenger Pack 10, which is the Mishima Dojo, uh, which is the dojo of the Mishima family, specifically Kazuya's father, uh, Haihachi. Uh, the dojo is closed off in all directions, but its walls and ceilings can be broken with strong attacks, turning the stage into a dangerous terrain. With no floating platforms, the Mishima Dojo stage is more grounded than any or sorry, excuse me, than many other stages in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, requiring new strategies when battling on it. Um, then, after downloading uh, the Challenger Pack 10, players will also receive 39 music tracks from the Tekken series, containing a mix of songs from earlier and more recent games in the franchise. Um, sorry about that. Um, in the franchise. Da, da, da. Additionally, launching alongside Kazuya Mishima are new paid Mii Fighter costumes, including Shantae, Lloyd Irving, Dante, and Dragonborn. And they also uh, announced that the Min Min Amiibo is coming at select retailers in 2022. 2022? Is the supply chain that backed up? No, they usually, like, usually the fighters take uh, take that long to go through and, um, you know, they go through and they design the Amiibo and all that stuff once they release the fighters or announce the fighters. Interesting. Uh, it feels like forever. Um but cool, I guess. I don't even remember if I bought the Volume 2 of the Challenger Pack or the Fighter Pass or whatever. I have to boot that game back up. I feel like you didn't. I had to take a shot in the dark. Yeah, I feel like I probably didn't. I haven't... I don't remember the last time I touched Smash. Because Smash is a very, like, in-person game. And guess when the last time we've had in-person meetups regularly was? Not recently. Well, it's been perhaps a year. <laughs> perhaps. Um, so, yeah. Exciting, I guess. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get yeah. back into Smash. I'll I'll yeah, probably because yeah. I did buy the Fighter Pass season two, um, when or volume two, whatever the hell it was. When I forget what who they put out. I I think it was actually probably like Min Min, which was the first. I'm like, oh, I want to try this. And like realistically, like I like to boot up Smash every once in a while and just play around and play with the characters to get a feel for them. Yeah. Um, but like there's so many characters now, it's so freaking hard. 
Um, but yeah, so I'll probably boot it up when I go upstairs and, uh, you know, go upstairs and, and try it out and see what happens. Yes. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll download it tonight as I'm laying in bed with my little, you could see it in the distance, blurred <laughs> the little holder thing. Attach the headboard. All, all I do is get you good gifts. Bidets, bed holders, <laughs> bed holders? Whatever, switch holders. Switch bed holders is such a weird way to say it. For those not seeing my screen, it's or not watching on a video, talking specifically about a clip that like literally is like a giant mounting arm. You can just like position your switch so that you're lying down and you're looking directly up at it. Uh, <laughs> it's really a dream. Ten out of ten, direct man. All right, that about wraps up episode one nineteen. Any any final words? No, um, that was a no. I, I think I've I've spoke. Uh, I I think I've spoke enough this episode about random things that have nothing to do with uh, the topics at hand. So, uh, but yeah, no, this is a good episode. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad that we that we got the stream and and we're actually on time. I feel like for the past few episodes we've been like Wednesday. How about Wednesday? And we're like, okay, yeah, that works. So uh, I know it's good that we're actually on Tuesday today. A little bit late, but yes. it's okay. Work is uh, a struggle. But what are you gonna do? Yes, it is. It's much like uh, what is behind us here. So it's it's hot outside. Life is hot. Hellfire. Um, the but yes. Yeah, so I we I know we've been slacking when it comes to streaming. I know Ahmed's been streaming. I know I didn't stream because I was sick. You say um, I know Ahmed's been streaming. I streamed once. I've been really slacking too. I've just like last night I worked till ten o'clock. All right, we can close the episode. This is what's being the episode. All right, uh, this has been What the Funcast. It's Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.